Um, another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how are you this evening? Josh, very well, thank you. Once again, we're mid-game week, and this week I'm feeling really good about the game week, so it makes a nice change. Bruno Fernandez is, yeah, made me feel great. One of those, one of those times I really didn't feel good about picking him and captaining him, and he's rewarded me with complete luck. So, yeah, man, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, all right. Don't feel quite as good as you. Um, yeah, I was looking at the teams, our teams, and our points. Well, I know we'll get to it in a second, but yeah, it's a great shout from you. I know you've alluded to Bruno Fernandez already yeah. backing him, and the the signs, you know, weren't all there. So you've you stuck, you know, they weren't there. Played off really well. So yeah, it was. I mean, it was a, a thing of attrition, really. It was. There's no one else I wanted, <laughs> and so may as well take a punt on on him. Um, default, default. Yeah, you know me. I've been slating United and their performances, but. <laughs> Gone for Bruno and he banged two against my beloved Aston Villa. So and even but even they were quite they weren't they were well taken goals, but it was lucky, man. I mean, the first one was really lucky, and then the second one was anyway. Yeah, this game anyway. It's all about luck. So. I'll take it. I will <laughs> take it. Um but yeah, you okay? Sorry, how are you? All good. Yeah, you know, just ticking along. COVID in the household this COVID week. COVID in the house. So weird weird still covid world and all that um but apart from that pretty pretty good a uh, lot of time just to stay at home and think about all the fpl mistakes i've made so living in my my mind with myself and all the mistakes i've made so it's dangerous. been a great week very dangerous <laughs> uh let's dive into our week shall we then should we just say how we're doing let's and what go. we got left you go first Okay, let's start with the bad news, move on to the good. So, go on. as you said, we are mid-game week. Um, still a couple of fixtures to go, uh, well, a few fixtures to go. I'm currently on 45 points, which I've got a green arrow. So, you know, it's not all not all down and, you know, terrible news. The what, Why it feels terrible is the captaincy choice. So I went with King, captain, and, mm-hmm. you know, not great. He's on two points, blanked. But thinking... He's still got the second game, but now obviously Ooh. we're waiting to hear whether that that Burnley Watford game is going to be off. And the news is that they've submitted a formal request Burnley for it to be cancelled, so it'll postpone. So I can't see that being rejected just with the precedent that's been set. So oh, no, that like, Arsenal game set a real precedent, didn't it? Like exactly. one COVID case and it's off. I mean, yeah, I mean. The only thing I would say is Burnley have had so many games already postponed. How when are they going to fit all these in? It's going to be carnage at the end. We're all going to have three Burnley players for yeah. the running. It's going to be mental. The annoying thing is, I think Dice said they're in a worse situation than they were in a, in previous head of previous games. So, you know, if if that's the kind of benchmark, like they're doing worse apparently in terms of availability of players. So you would think it's definitely going to get called off. But um, yeah, so yeah, apart, apart from that. Um, mixed really so Cancelo and Trent obviously did really well both with double digit returns um, and then Gallagher getting nine nine points Antonio with a cheeky four but apart from that it's just kind of the clean sheet three pointers here and there and um, and obviously some some blanks mixed in as well and just got cut short by the Arsenal game not going ahead as well so I'm not I don't think I'm going to even have 11 players um it's brutal, man. 10 by the end. It's unlucky. Very, very unlucky. Let's hope yeah. your doublers can, uh, well, just Cucurella, I guess, can, can do the business for Come you. Come on, Cucurella. <laughs> Come on, Kuki. Um, but cheer yeah. me up, cheer me up, Jack. Tell me about well, your, your week so far. Yeah, it's going, going all right, really, thanks to Bruno. So I'm on 63 points, uh, 28 of those from Bruno. Yeah, pretty pretty pleased. The rest isn't great, though, to be fair. Trent's got the 10, but my bench, Josh, is... Oh, yeah. And this manifested before Bruno played, so I was getting a lot of abuse, is what I would call it, from my supposed friends and FPL acquaintances. So on my bench, I've got Cancelo with 11, Cody with 9, and Gallagher with 9. So I think that's my... That's definitely more than a bench boost has ever scored for me. I think 29 points. Um, 
So yeah, that was a real kick in the teeth before Bruno played, and then Bruno just really smoothed it over for me. So that was nice. Uh, yeah, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, five left to play if Dennis plays. So probably four with uh, with Bruno as well to play with the with the captaincy. So yeah, but yeah, very. I feel so for like just completely jammy with that. It's just complete jam, you know. Didn't think it was one of those transfers where as soon as I made it, I hated it looking at it I was like why have I done there's no you know it was just it's just complete luck I don't expect him to get anything against Brentford the way they played against Villa um, yeah so. I, I think you're being harsh on yourself I think uh, high risk high reward you know it was a high mm. risk move you'd say but I think a, a thought out move but still relatively high risk he had two shots <laughs> yeah but I, I, one of I them was thinking... straight and Straight at Martinez, and he just threw it in the net. Just thanks yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I know. I'll stop well being. I'll stop being humble. Obviously, I'm delighted. I'm not going to complain. Um, but I think we got Fernandez because quite a few people did it. I think, and we, that's just a lucky move. Like you shouldn't pat yourself on the back too much for that. Um, and again, yeah, Take captain the in the kit. Yeah, I've got Dennis vice captain. So you know, I was thinking along the same lines as you, Watford. Um against Newcastle and Burnley. I mean, it's really good. I think King, it looked like King could did have a couple of opportunities as well from the highlights. So, yeah, very, very lucky. Yeah, I don't don't want to think about King for the rest of the week. Yeah, fair, fair. So, we haven't heard, have we, if Burnley game's off yet, but it's looking, generally, when there's an application, it's it's pretty pretty likely, isn't it, I think? Yeah, give, they'd have to break precedent, wouldn't they? So, yeah, it looks like it will be off, but... <laughs> No formal announcement as of yet. No. Okay. So those are our weeks, Joshy boy. What are we... We're doing a sort of standard pod this week, aren't we? We're bringing back the XG and XA section, are we? We are indeed. So we've we've kind of left it for a little bit. And I think we started doing that sometimes when maybe we think there hasn't really been a big enough gap. So you're not really getting any, you know review with the new data you're looking at but we've had a you know we've had a little gap of at least two game weeks now so should be some updates for us to talk about maybe because it's it's on a month worth of data so this xg and xa data is a month is the last month that's gone by who are the players with the highest xg and xa because that's it's like quite recent but also covers a few games maybe we do this section once a month and have a look because yeah. it was rolling by wasn't it it was like rolling by with the same players each week we were just saying the same things so anyway this is this is behind the scenes pod talk that you're getting exactly. a favour of planning, planning. this is the kind of gold that goes on behind the scenes so there you go sneak peek <laughs> um, Josh do you want to take us through the the top three players for XG for the last last month then he's looking sure. good so we start in third do we traditionally so Sterling is sat in third spot at the top three for XG. An XG of 2.95, an XA of 0.37, three goals, zero assists. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been in decent form, I'd say. Yeah, he hasn't been on my radar at all, to be honest. Um, I think because he's so expensive for what he is, you compare him to those other, other City mids that are getting the same amount of game time as him. And he's just not an option, I don't think, Sterling. Um, he's, I think even with the form, he's prone to rotation. So yeah, I wouldn't go near him. What about you? No, I agree. I think there is risk. There's a level of risk for any City player. I mean, I got burned with Diaz this week and he was supposed to be one of the more nailed out of the whole squad. But if you go mid or... Like we've been there before, Josh. <laughs> like we've been there before with Diaz with you oh this season. Oh God, Diaz. Just... <laughs> Just yeah, getting to the point now where it just cuts it cuts to a picture of him on the bench, and I have the same facial expression of him, just mm. him just on the bench. I'm just like that. Oh my dears. Again. Um, but yeah, I think so you, you're gonna play that level of risk for any of their midfield or attacking assets, but if you're gonna plow like eleven mil, whatever plus on top of that as well, that's just yeah, just get De Bruyne if you're gonna get De Bruyne if you're gonna spend over 10 yeah. mil on a city asset, right? Exactly. I don't. I don't think we need to cover it. You said it right from the beginning. Yeah, great. If you back him when it when he's returning, well done. But he's not going to get as many minutes as other assets from other teams, and you're going to spend a lot of money on him. So, 
Yeah, I think we did say a, a, like a month or so ago that in this in this no Salah period, Sterling might come to the fore a little bit, and that's coincided with some form for him. So maybe maybe he's worth a shot if you're if you're really struggling for rank. He'll be a, he's a hell of a differential. So if you like taking a punt, it worked for me this week. So maybe you do it. Maybe you do it next week. I don't know. Fernandez Proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. Yeah. Uh, who's next, Josh? It's it's your wizard, Harry. It's Harry Kane. Uh, so three point three four on the XG, not point seven one with the XA. Three goals, zero assists. Same same um, stats or returns as as Sterling. Um, yeah, I mean, is he back, Jack? Is he back? Uh, I don't know, really. Big question. <laughs> I think he answer, might be back. Answer. I think he might be a bit back. He's off definitely back. more back than he used to be earlier this season. <laughs> but is he fully, fully back? I don't know. I think he is looking quite good, you know. I think he is. If Spurs... I would have brought him in, I think, this week if it didn't look like that Arsenal game was going to get called off. That's the only thing that stopped me getting him Yeah. Uh, this week. Even though I don't, I think, don't think it was quite confirmed until after the deadline, but it just looked like all the, all the kind of rumblings were there, weren't there, for, for a cancellation. And Spurs, did you see that Spurs statement? They weren't happy at all, were they, with it? No, I didn't Spurs. see the statement. Yeah, it was pretty like, it was pretty um, scathing about the whole thing. I was quite surprised. But uh, yeah, no Son being, Son being injured as well, maybe doubt it a bit, getting Kane in. But yeah, I think if we were in sort of single game week mode, uh, I'd, I'd fancy a bit of Kane. Yeah, I think he's looking... He's looking like he wants to be there again, which was the main issue, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, your initial response, I think, tells the story, isn't it? Like we've seen a little bit more from him than we had, you know, before. But just bring him up his his points returns so far. Like, if you look at the last four games that they've played, so eighteen game week eighteen to game week twenty one, you know, he scored in three out of the four games. Looks great, but then before then, he didn't do anything all the way back to game week eight. It was hideous. So, yeah. so you, recent form, yeah, he's, he's done, he's done better for sure. But by no means is he, you know, in a rich vein of form. I'd say. Yeah, he's not hasn't got double digit haul has he since no. yeah, all, all season yet. So yeah, it's not the trend is upwards, but we're still we're still in the low, the low hills of the mountain range. I think for Kane. Yeah, and at like over twelve mil, it's like. Yeah, I want the Himalayas for that kind of. Yeah, yeah, at least the Alps. <laughs> yeah. Give us at least yeah. the Rockies for, for starting to spend that some money. Some snow, just some. Yeah, like, some peaks, some snow peaks. Not Lake District level. We need more. No. No. We need more. Um, but is the number one hitting Everest and K two, Josh? Who is number one in the XG? Yeah, I mean, you it, an audible sigh from me because I think I've missed the boat. Oh, you haven't got him so far, and I still don't have him. But it's Bowen, so mm. electric, three point nine xg, one point seven three xa. Good on both sides of the board, xg and xa. Three yeah. goals, three assists. Man's on fire. Um, yeah, I mean the stats speak for themselves. Uh, he's been electric. We we kind of talked about just before this form. He was, you know having the XG and XA um, figures then, wasn't he? Like promising this 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 bit of form, but he's really continued that and converted it into points and, and out, like, performances as well. So he's just the main man at, at West Ham at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you say you missed the boat, man. I mean, the boats, there's room on the boat still, I think, and we're going full full charge at the river. Like no, we, the Bowen boats had a great, it's, don't, it's a great place to be aboard the Bowen boat. Up. It's lovely. Uh, now hop aboard, hop aboard. <laughs> Come on, we'll stow away. Get, get you in the stowaway <laughs> section. Uh, but yeah, he's returned five, 16, 14, seven, just gone, 11. Like he's, he's unbelievable. And he's actually should have had more, crazy as it sounds. Like that last week when, uh, I think I captained him and quite a few people captained him last week and for the double and um, 
and and really reap the rewards. It was actually he should. It was frustrating because he hit the bar twice and he missed another sitter. Like he is such. He's just in that complete vein of form that you want a player to be in at the moment. And it's um, yeah, he's the one player. If you don't have, you, you're scared not to have at the minute. I think. Uh, um, do you think you will get him? Or yeah, I mean they're still the. They've got some great fixtures coming up as well. They've got United next, isn't it? If I remember rightly. But after that, um, Watford, Leicester, Newcastle, Wolves, not bad by any stretch of the imagination looking yeah. at those defences. So, yeah, I think you're right. You know, that that boat's going to keep on chugging along. Um, but yeah, I've, he's on the list. For, he's on the short list. He's on the Josh list. list. Yeah. He's on the list. Yeah, you've still got Salah, haven't you? Sorry to keep going back to your team, but you mean... Well, we'll come to that. Sorry, yeah. Jump on ahead. I'm just staring at your team. Um, cool. <laughs> no, so that's the X, that's the X, uh, the XGs. What about the XAs? The Kazaz. The Kazaz. Third spot for the Kazaz is KDB himself. We Kev. missed you, KDB. Thanks for coming back to the party. 0.56 XG, 1.9 XA, two goals, one assist, and. I think from his minutes as well, we didn't mention the minutes of the other ones, but 429 minutes in this period that we're looking at, you know, that's more than Sterling Kane in that same period. So I know that mm. we're not taking into account um, games being cancelled and things like that, but, you know, he is being picked. So he's, he's back in the team. Yeah, minutes are minutes, man. Yeah, and he yeah. is, yeah, he's finally filed a stretch without getting injured for a while, hasn't he? And he's just gone at the gears, I think, over the weeks. Um, and, and Kevin, like fifth, sixth gear, is a sight to behold, isn't it? His goal against Chelsea was just gorgeous, wasn't it? That finish. And yeah, if there's a City player I'd go for now, it'd be him, I think. Especially with the Salah funds free, if you have got rid of Salah. Uh, yeah, he'd be the one I'd go for. Doubles aside, you know, if there is another double game next week, I'd still focus on that. But yeah, I love love to see Kevin in full swing. Um, he's yeah. a gorgeous, gorgeous player, isn't he? The way he plays. And their fixtures on top. Um, yeah. As you said, Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, Spurs, Everton. But and the other thing against City is it doesn't really matter who they're playing. No, they're just so they're good. That good. I think Pep said it, didn't he, after the game the other day? He was just like, yeah, we are the best team. <laughs> like, just, just, just owning it. Just leaning into it. Yeah. Um, and killing it. Yeah. So yeah, now's a good time to hop on, I think, for De Bruyne. Indeed, yeah. In the absence of Salah as well, funds available. Uh, spend it on Kev. Yeah, load up. Who's next? Next, it's everyone's favourite son. It's son. Uh, 2.46 XG, 2.02 XA. Balanced, incredible stats across both sides. That's incredible. Uh, two goals, one assist. Obviously, kind of a bit crazy talking about him now because of we don't really know when he's going to be back as far as I understand mm. it unless you've got some crazy inside knowledge Jack when's that no. back do you know well they said I think didn't they last week that it will be after the international next international yeah. break which is um, a little way away is it or is it after this weekend I actually don't know what it is end of Jan isn't it end of Jan sure so Yes, such a shame. I think he would have been the most brought in and most captain player this week had he not been injured. Um, yeah, getting over two and two in 348 minutes is incredible, really. It shows up which vein of form he was in. Uh, I definitely would have brought him in. I know a load of people actually did bring him in, didn't they? I think he had 400,000 transfers in before that injury announcement, which uh, is just another lesson in these trying times, Josh, to not bring in anybody or do anything Can't until the last couple hours before the deadline, if you, if you can afford it. Don't move, exactly. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. There's a T-Rex staring at you, and that T-Rex is the T-Rex of injuries, an injury saurus yeah. slash postponement top tricks. Yeah. So it lives off your movement and your... It pose. sees movement, yeah, and it'll eat you. So don't do it. Uh, yeah, Wait, wait till he's back. Don't do anything. Don't go in his son, obviously. But a real shame. A real shame, that one. Yeah, but it just shows uh, if he comes back and hits the ground running, I mean, we know what kind of player he is. It's incredible, those stats. Yeah, 
Sure. But number one is Trent Alexander-Arnold, Jack. Uh, so 0.35, 2.11 in the XA. Sorry, 2.11 XA. The XG was 0.35. Zero mm. goals, three assists. Um, but he still is very much looking with the eye test, watching the Liverpool games. Three assists and, and that XA, but he just runs the show still for that Liverpool yeah. team. Um, so I think everyone's got him right. Who doesn't have him? Yeah, you're mad if you don't have him, man. He's the most essential player after Salah when he's around. He's class. And he's, yeah, he's just back to his absolute best assist king levels, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Love him. One more. He sits, he's just top of this table all season, hasn't he? Basically. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't think Liverpool's defence is quite what it was probably in that championship winning season, but it's still very good. And they'll get clean sheets like they did this weekend, and he'll he'll rack up the assists. And um, yeah, he's just so attacking. He's a dream dream player to have. What more can we say? Exactly. And the other thing is, no one's really a surefire for clean sheets at the moment. So um, yeah, like Chelsea, lot losing it a bit. So it's not not like you're you can switch to someone with bankable clean sheets coming in. Yeah, quite right. Quite right. Quite right. Uh, great. XG and XA tables done. That done. Nice Welcome to come back. back to that. Welcome back. The feature. Enjoyed it. Good. Enjoyed it very much. And next, Jack, you've prepared some questions. Some lovely questions, I can see. Yeah, I have. I haven't put any breaks in the schedule, Josh. Did you want a break, or did you not? I'm good. I, I'm Let's happy crack for you on. to request said break if you want to. But I might request a break after this section, but Lovely. I'm happy to continue it. So let's go. I've written them. Yeah. So let's go. I'll ask you them. So question the first, are Chelsea an avoid in their current turmoil? I guess the short answer is yes, but for okay. many question different question two. Oh, question <laughs> for many different reasons. <laughs> Top of the list, I think, is the blanks they've got coming up. So yeah. they've obviously got Tottenham next. Then blank, blank, Palace, then Leicester. So you start thinking, why are you bringing in players to just sit on your bench, basically, um, over the next few? And then the second part to the answer is, who are you bringing in? Um, so, I mean, the, the clean sheets have dried up a little bit. The attacking fullbacks, you know, aren't quite doing it. Um, Reese James, obviously, not, not quite back yet. And Alonso just since Chilwell got injured. I don't know what's happened, if it's confidence or shot or something, but he's not quite being the threat going forward. And, you know, Mount was dropped again. I just don't know what was up with that. He looked great when he came on, but there's no one else in the team screaming to say, pick me, because they haven't had the returns and stuff. So, yeah, I think for those two reasons, for me, it's an avoid. But um, tell me otherwise, if you think there's something I've missed. Aren't Josh? I mean, yeah, I actually wrote this forgetting about those blanks because I think even without the blanks, they're not <laughs> looking that good anyway. Mount, again, would have been the one. And loads of people brought him in this week and they've been burned by that benching. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did. He was probably second in line to the Jack's captaincy throne this week. If I didn't bring Fernandez in, I was very close to getting Mount. And again, just luck that I didn't, didn't go for him. Uh, I did. He had been benched once before, fairly recently, unexpectedly. So, but then so had Fernandez. So I don't know. That's just a coin toss. I'll stop going back to that. That success of mine with every player we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Mount's good, but what about Bruno? Uh, yeah, the, I mean the blanks with Chelsea just avoid and sell. I would now if because uh, they're not cheap those players. So I'd start selling. Like you say, coupled with the form and those blanks. I mean, I mean, they've got two blanks, then Palace, then another blank. I mean, it's hideous, really. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then those blanks, of course, are going to be against teams. So it's against Brighton in twenty four and Arsenal in twenty five, and they're they're quite highly owned teams as well. So it's unlikely that you'll have Chelsea assets you can bench as well as Brighton and Arsenal ones. So yeah, get get off them for now. Let them find some form and and get they're just not harmonious, are they the squad at the minute, it seems. It's all falling apart a bit. Yeah, they've they've lost that edge. I mean, they probably did lose 
two of their most on-form players at the same time in Chilwell and Reese James. It's going to play a massive part in it. And then obviously Lukaku Gate, you mix that into it and you've got a terrible, disappointing cake that is Chelsea FC at the moment. Disappointing cake, like a Christmas cake. Always disappointing. Yeah, they're, terrible. they're not good, though. It's a weird marzipan. Yeah. Uh, agree, agree. Yeah, good. Question two Aston Villa, May double game week. Which asset should we target? Probably not Matt Target of all of them. So well, who, who are we going to look for? I definitely should have asked this question to you because, you know, you're the authority, you're the pod authority on Villa. Um, so I will, I, I'll well, pitch to you first because you're going to have all the good stuff and I can just... All right, let's do these questions in tandem then, even though... I've there we them. go. We'll do nice. that. Okay. So Villa are, well, they're the talk of the town a bit at the moment. I'd say, because we've made two of the, probably the most exciting transfers so far this this window in Coutinho and Dina. And they both had excellent debuts, didn't they? Against Man U, really good. I'd say particularly Dina looked electric at times against United. He start, I think he made one mistake at the start of the game, but then he looked ridiculous. He could have scored easily. Absolutely had Dallow on on toast and just seemed to slot right in. I think Matt Target may struggle now to to get his position back. And he's a bit unlucky there, really, Target, because he's not a bad player at all. But Dina is another level when he's when he's on form. It's it's looking like a really good buy for us. So I definitely have Dina on a, your radar if you're looking for a defender. If the double game week gets confirmed, which hopefully it will in the next couple of days. Um yeah, so Dina, good. Coutinho, I would hold off on. I know a lot of people are bringing him in, but I just don't think he is match fit yet. He had a brilliant appearance, but we've got the players that we can play and still be good without him. It's not like we're desperate for him to come in and, and do things for us. So I'd say avoid Coutinho for now. The player I think people aren't talking about and going for, but should be, is Buendia. Because he, the last three or four games, he's been our best player in every game and has created a lot of chances, just looks really confident, glides with the ball, just lovely little passes. And I think if the Villa, if the double does get confirmed, I'd go for Buendia. Um, Yeah, in that midfield slot. Ings and Watkins are the other two people we'll be looking at. It's a bit tricky with both of them, I think, because... We've looked best when we've started every game with them both, but we have looked best when Ings has come off sort of 70 minutes-ish and for another creative midfielder. Um, so I'm not sure who whether that will continue starting them both or if he'll rotate them or if he'll choose one or the other. They're really tricky. Like Ings is a better finisher, but Watkins does other sort of other bits, gets involved a bit more. So really hard to know who Gerard will pick there. So again, they might be a weird avoid because of each other. Um, and the only other player I'd mentioned is Jacob Ramsey, who probably the best best bench fodder player in the game at the moment, 4.6 or 4.7, I think. But getting loads of game time looks really good, getting better every game, getting in amongst the goals. Yeah. So those are, that's my thoughts on the assets of Aston Villa. Asset and Villa. Okay, so, so I'm glad we kicked at you first because that was a full breakdown. Um, there you go. I've been thinking about Villa a lot the last last few <laughs> I days. Tell, so, yeah, I knew you wanted to you wanted um, to just let it loose. Um, I did. Felt good. Yeah, I mean, I agreed completely. I, it was no, it was easy to see how knackered Coutinho was after only playing 20, 25 minutes or whatever. Twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, he looked knackered. I mean, he played really well. That you, when he was actually playing, like driving with the ball, high intensity runs. So he, he didn't have a lack of sharpness in that regard, but he looked knackered. He obviously doesn't have the endurance or stamina yet of course. Um, to last a full game. So, um, yeah. And Dean, really notable that he hadn't, he hasn't been playing at all recently. He just came straight in, like pretty harsh on target. But, um, but yeah, um, good, good, good breakdown. Yeah. Can't, can't add all. Yeah comment on anything else really i'd only say even if they don't double the fixtures are very 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 good um 23 until 
I mean, until 29, really. We've got Everton, Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, Southampton. Um, only Brighton in there I'd worry about, really. I mean, it, it's looking really good for Villa at the moment. So, yeah, I'd uh, I'd hop aboard if you can afford it, too. Uh, Josh, your question then. Newcastle, uh, no, no, wrong, wrong team. Norwich beat Everton. Are they still the whipping boys? Or was that just because Everton were horrendous? I mean, probably a bit of both. I think Everton, obviously, terrible, terrible form at the moment. And I think, yeah, Rafa did have it coming. It was always going to be a low, a low line performance line if for him to drop below to be fired just because of the history and everything. But I think, you know, you're looking at the, the XG of that game. What is it? It's kind of Norwich with one, Everton with with 0.54. You know, they didn't turn them over. They didn't roll them over at home. Shots were close. The 13 to Norwich, you know, 12 to Everton. So it's not like they rolled them over Norwich at all. Um, but I take your point in the fact that, you know, they were being rolled over Norwich by teams and this was a good performance from them. Um, but I think they caught Everton at and a good time for them, for Norwich. So I, I wouldn't kind of back Norwich in terms of looking at their assets or anything like that. In terms of targeting them, yeah, I think they're, they're still, you know, one of the teams you want to look at. You reap the rewards in 21 with the West Ham, you know, with with Bowen and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I still think they're very much a team that you can target with your assets for captains and stuff like that. Uh, would you disagree? You posed the question, so... Guessing you're looking for something there. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I think they're still the whipping boys. I think they are. Um, I'd actually, if, if they hadn't fired Benitez, I'd probably put Everton as the whipping boys after this. <laughs> but I'd fully expect a bit of a bounce there. Now, beneath now that cloud has gone for Benitez, even if just Ferguson or whoever takes over. I think Martinez is weirdly rumored, isn't he, for yeah. Everton? But who's that owner at Everton? What was he doing? Like, it's mental. Just seems insane with some of the moves he makes. But um, yeah, Norwich, I think they'll get a couple of wins. Like they're not the worst ever team to be in the Prem by any means, I don't think. But they're still the worst team currently in the Prem. So yeah, if you generally, if you've got an asset against them, an attacking asset, that's that's captain material. Poor Norwich. They've got better, but they're still the worst. Yeah, I feel bad for my. I love Dean Smith still, but I think he's into a real. He's on a hiding to nothing a bit there. Okay. I reckon. Yeah, Good boy. That's Norwich. So yeah, next question. Sorry, that's on to me, isn't it? Um, for you, Jack. We've kind of touched on it already. Man mm. City, lovely fixtures. We've mentioned the questions pointed at KDB, but let's just open up to other assets. Yeah. Should you chase KDB here or alternatively, who are you looking at? Yeah, Matt's, yeah. They've got brilliant fixtures, haven't they? So they've got, who have they got? Let's get it up. So they have got, so yeah, Southampton, Brentford, then Norwich. I mean, those three. God, even just look, I was just going to say go with KDB, but I mean, Cancelo, most people have. You should, everyone should, is a bit like Trent Cancelo, isn't he? Everyone should have him. So I'm assuming you've got Cancelo. If you don't have Cancelo, definitely get him. But they're attacking one is where they're attacking assets to where it gets really interesting. I do think KDB, if you can stretch to him, is the best one to get. No, no, he's fully like we said into into the upper gears. Um, with any of the others, it's sort of uh, it's a bit potluck, isn't it? Like Foden, Grealish, Sterling, even Bernardo seems to still play, but doesn't really get as involved now. So yeah, I wish I wish they I wish there was another one that I could love to have but there isn't so I don't know if you had to get two Josh who would you get Cancelo aside Cancelo aside I'd probably go for De Bruyne and the second one's close but probably Bernardo I'd my I want to go with Foden he's the sexier pick and I think he's got a higher Mm. ceiling in terms of points that could be scored in any game week but I think Looking at his minutes, they're just up and down, up and down. Like it's like 80 minutes, 90 minutes, zero or 20 or 16 or whatever. And he's like at a time when, you know, Mares is away as well. Like he should 
be kind of nailed. And I know he's had injury problems or other reasons why he can't play. But I think between KDB and Bernardo, you've got Bernardo who will just tick over, get some decent points because he's in in the City team and they're all they're all scoring points. But he's playing regularly. And then KDB is the one who's also playing regularly since you know he's come back and he's playing really well now. So I think you're mm-hmm. quite well covered between those two. If you go for anyone else, you're banking on picking them when Pep's going to choose them for like a small period of time. And you can just get caught up in that, having the the wrong player at the wrong time, which is just so frustrating. It is the worst. But I mean, Bernard, I don't know about Bernardo, man. I just He's just so fallen off since that amazing patch. It feels like. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, actually. He got 15. It's like game week 15. And then he's had six, one, two, two, three, five. So it's not, I mean, it's not hideous, but it just felt like such a massive annoying drop-off, didn't it? When he when he stopped hauling, because he'd been so amazing, I think. So yeah, he's getting 90s. He's he got 45 against Leeds, but the rest he's getting 90 minutes. So and points yeah, will come with that in that city team, isn't it? Like you can't keep playing 90 minutes for City in no. the midfield or attack and, and not get returns. But um yeah, he's he's probably yeah, he's got the lowest ceiling, isn't he, out of the the Sterlings, the Fodens, the Maras when he's back in terms of they'll get double digits mm. in, in a game week, whereas Bernardo isn't very likely to do that. Yeah, if, God, if Mares was around, he'd probably be the one I'd go for, yeah, if he was if he was knocking about now. Um I do with City, I do have less of a I know they have smashed a few teams this year, but they do seem to get more one nils than they used to, I feel like. I don't know if that's anecdotal or not, but I don't it's sort control of... the game now, don't they? Yeah, they seem to, don't they? They seem to just be good at just choking out a, an opposition rather than just going gun-ho and winning 6-2. They win 1 or 2-0. Um, they can win in second gear. They're that good. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit like, oh... Like, I was looking forward to, like, a three or two horse race at least this year, but it just looks like they're just kind of, like you say, second gear in it all the way home. Yeah. Um, I hope Liverpool can push them a bit. It looks like Chelsea had done, doesn't it? But, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's me asking you the next one, Josh. So this has fallen well because this is a Liverpool one. Is Jota worth keeping? So I asked this because... Why have I asked this? So when this is really for when Manny and Salah come back, I think. So I think we, we can agree he's worth keeping while they're away. But when he's back, are you going to keep him? Yeah, I mean, his minutes are going to be shared, aren't they? Now that Bobby's back, because Salah is undroppable. And I think what we've seen in the past when he's gone to AFCON is he's come straight back in and he's played as many minutes as ever. He's a machine. Um, Mane maybe slightly more likely to drop, especially off that left-hand side, because Jota can play more on that left-hand side or, or the central role. But yeah, Jota then suddenly becomes a rotation risk massively. Um, so if the question is, are we keeping him from like game week 25 onwards rather than now? Because the answer for now is definitely yes. I think top you know, Liverpool top scoring team, highest XG in the league. Even the last game, Jota didn't quite do it, but he had, the highest XG of any player, highest number of shots of any player on the pitch should have bagged a goal. Um, and outside of that, he's been returning well when he's been on the pitch as well. His, his conversion rate, minutes played for or appearances for goals in a Liverpool shirt is insane. Mm. Um, so I think there are all reasons to keep him. It's just, as you said, the minutes. And much like the City conundrum, no one can get in Klopp's mind and say who's going to start until we actually start seeing it. And so we actually, you know, have a couple of game weeks when they're all back, all four of them. I would say as well, a couple of times when it's been a little while now, but months and months and months ago when all four of them were available, he has played all four together. Mm. So that's not off the table, but um, yeah, we're just not going to know. It's impossible to tell. I will probably still keep him because if you've got him now, you might as well keep him and, and wait to see what's happening and then you can, you know, offload him or whatever. But right now he's still a great asset. Yeah, I would say as well, like at least, at least with Liverpool, there is just the four of them for the three slots. It's not like City where there's like 10 of them for what feels like three slots. Like, yeah, I, I agree. The price again, 
he just he is very good. He is very good. But yeah, as you say, we'll see what happens. See what happens. But I still think he's yeah, he's good. And like and just yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there's another injury to one of the other three at some point either. The way the way things go. Yeah. Good. Great. Next question then. What do we make of the Ronaldo situation? Um mm-hmm. Jack, what do we make of the Ronaldo situation? Yeah, the Ronaldo situation. So a lot of people captained in this week didn't make the bench, didn't make a bench appearance. Uh, Ragnick had said he was good and then he just didn't show up. Uh, which is really unlucky, isn't it, if you bought him in? Because what else can you go? What's a better thing to go by than what the manager says? You know, that's the old tier zero, isn't it, for, for player info? Uh, and it just, he did that interview where he kind of alluded to him not being that happy with the standards there. He's been photographed abroad potentially this in the last few days, but then they've released a training photo today where he was there. People are following his plane around again on those weird plane jet setter apps. Yeah. I think there's an awards due in Switzerland tonight that he's going to. So I think there's a lot of, I'm having to go to people, but I clearly know his day-to-day movements <laughs> myself. Yeah, these freaks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was United do have good fixtures, I would say, but they are not very good at all, with or without him at the moment, I think. They were lucky to get a draw against Villa, really. They had a good first half, but then second half, they looked awful again. And, yeah, there's no guarantee he's going to be starting here. We don't know how bad that hip injury is or whatever it was. And... Yeah, I think there's better. I'd rather have Kane than Ronaldo at top at the moment if you pick it between them. And I just don't don't like him as a pick really at the moment. What do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, he is Ronaldo. And we've kind of said this throughout the whole season, haven't we, of that he's got it in him in any game just to switch it on. He's still got those gears in him. It's just he's not doing it consistently enough anymore. And it was a bit of a worry to say that, you know, that he wasn't even in, in the squad and we didn't really get an explanation as to why. Um, and the other thing is, is, you're right, there doesn't seem to be a plan A for that United team at the moment. You don't know what Ranić's kind of best lineup is. He's chopping change. You can see he's get, getting a feel for the players. Um, and everyone was kind of waiting to see whether Bruno and Ronaldo could click together this year. Um, this season because they couldn't really do it for Portugal and it is a it still looks like you know this city ain't big enough for the two of them the two Portuguese Mm. that's only one of them can really turn on in in any given game Um, so there's just so many question marks over it I think and for that price point again yeah like are you going to risk it like is is he 100% so out of these good fixtures is he going to be going to be playing all of them Um, all good questions I mean as a direct comparison, I'd rather have KDB than him at the moment, for example. Mm. That's probably the, the, the most concise way I could put it without actually just saying, I don't know. I'd rather have KDB over him. Yeah, I mean, he's in amongst it with those big boys. Like when we talk about Jota or Bernardo, we can we can more easily say, get them in because of their price. Whereas Ronaldo, you're dealing with the big bucks and you want more for that money, don't you? You want a cap- regularly captainable asset for anyone over 10 million and um, I, mean, I was just looking at his points and it, they, he, he has been banging them in you can't really deny when he plays he has been delivering the points isn't he so it's tough but I mean he wasn't in the top 20 FPL point scorers when we did that TikTok quiz was he which I was surprised at I was and annoyed about <laughs> annoyed because I guessed him and I, I, that him. knocked me out I backed him but yeah yeah, avoid for now. I'd let United get into some kind of rhythm, maybe. It doesn't look like they're gonna, but there's better there's better assets is our is our sort of consensus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good. Right, Josh, last question, and then we'll have a little break. Please. Should we load up on teams who've had cancellations? Because they will have doubles. So that's we're talking Spurs, Arsenal, Burnley. Your Burnley's are in there. Should we be now 
casting our all-seeing eyes over these teams and getting them in now so we've got them ready. What do you think? I think factor that in for sure. Everyone likes the idea, myself included, of kind of playing 4D chess, you know, when all of these things happen and playing moves and moves and moves ahead. And it's just, I don't think it's viable. I don't think it's possible. Um, With the late last minute cancellations, we were talking about how you can't even bring Sun in in the same game week, you know, or like ahead of a deadline. That's one week. Like you can't plan weeks ahead especially with all the COVID stuff. Now, I know what they're saying is the trend of, of positive cases across all the prem testing is going down. So maybe that will bring more certainty with the scheduling and games going ahead. But as it stands, if you know, the Burnley game is cancelled, we've, we've got cancellations this week. Or we've, you know, we've had some already. We're still getting cancellations. So you don't know when they're going to be playing those games. So I think factor it in, but you can only make short-term moves with those doubles I think you're setting yourself up for failure if you're bringing in players purely to for like double game weeks or potential double game weeks you should be picking players because they're the best players at the moment like you pick Bowen because he's on fire you don't pick someone else because over Bowen because they've got potentially you know two game weeks to bring up on him while they're blank both of them so that, that's that's my two cents are you going to disagree with me with your planning? I'd go, planning oh, yeah, I'd go further and just be like, don't even think about it. Don't <laughs> even look at it because unless Ben Crellin says, okay, the double is a high chance of it to be here, you know, in in two or less, you know, three or two weeks less. That doesn't make sense. But in at least in a, in within the next month, you know, yeah. like if he's like, right, Burnley have got the double or they've got a triple game week in seven weeks time, I'm just not even going to think about them. Until then, um, you know, I might keep an eye on their results to see who's playing well over the next four, but it won't be with a view to get a transfer in in that time. Yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah your son example is perfect. Like you can't even, you know, we're too scared to bring in a player with a double game week next week because we're worried about this stuff, let alone, let alone that. So, yeah, and we just don't know when they'll be. We just don't know. And you've got your wild card, hopefully still. You've got perhaps you've got another free hit. You know you've got the tools in your toolbox to to handle it when it when it comes. Uh, so yeah, don't don't worry about them yet, and just keep an eye on Ben Crellin. Sound logic, like it. Cool, good. All right, Josh. Those were the questions. We've wrapped them up. Cover some good ones there. Some nice specific topics. I, like I think. Good so what we'll do is we'll have a little break, and then we'll look at three of the key fixtures from an FBL perspective that I've highlighted out. And then we'll just talk about what our plans are for, for 23. Sounds great. All right. See you in a second. All right. And we're back. Uh, Jack, as promised, key fixtures next. Cool. Pick some fixtures for us. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. So first one, Josh, I picked is Leeds versus Newcastle. Um, So this is because Leeds Looks pretty good. Great win against West Ham. Harrison, is he back? Maybe. Hat-trick. Um, and I also thought Newcastle looked quite interesting. Um, St. Maximan's performance, incredible. Chris Wood looked lively. And, yeah, do any assets in these this game appeal to you? Probably only one. It's such a small sample size, I think, for... I mean, we know what ASM can do. It's just he doesn't do it often enough. And I think we're looking at his performance of one game. And both of those teams are... You don't want to be judging the assets' performance against those teams, if you know what I mean. They're, they're not. They're both leaky. Um, I, you want to see them play up against, you know, maybe a better team to say, okay, yeah, they are in form. Um, but Rafinha, I'd say, is, you know, the, the maverick, the talisman normally for Leeds. Yeah. Uh, but we're he's just so good, isn't he? He's he's that good, but it's just at the back of my mind. I, I thought you know he was nailed to leave in this transfer window. So yeah, um, I don't what's know happened what there has happened. Um, they seem to have dried up the rumors of him moving to Bayern or somewhere else. So you know, if he stays, then 
yeah, I think he's he's back on the table potentially. Um, but what I would say is he is great, but maybe not as good as you know your Bowens at the moment, for example. So I would put him further down the list than them. Um, but what are you thinking? You're obviously excited by some of these guys. I'm really excited. No, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I just thought Leeds were worth mentioning because that was such a good um, a good win, unexpected win against West Ham. And Harrison did look really good. But yeah, Rafinha was... I mean, Rafinha looked so, so good. I know he only got the one assist, but he was sort of robbed of a second assist and he hit a lovely free kick onto the crossbar. And he just was just dancing past players. And it's just so great to watch when a player does that, isn't it? Uh, But yeah, I hadn't heard anything about the Bayern thing since then. I heard that apparently Liverpool... um, They quoted Liverpool 90 million for him or something last summer. So I don't know if that's true or not. But, but I mean, he's probably worth not far off that to them because um, they couldn't replace him. But yeah, anyway, I think yeah, I think Rafinha is just like now and again when I look at my team and I just think, oh, Rafinha, do I want him? And then I watch these players and I'm like, yep, yeah, keep him, keep him, keep him, keep him, keep him. Every, it seems to happen quite regularly. So I think he's just sort of a set and forget player for me now. Um, but I do think, we need, I think Newcastle could be just gradually turning things around there now. The more new players they get in, like, and get bedded in, Trippier and Wood, I think they're good signings, really. I know people kind of taking the mick that they're not Mbappe, but I think they're pretty good signings, really. I think Wood will score goals. Um, Shrewd, isn't it? People with experience, like, that's yeah. what they need at the moment. Prem experience, yeah. Like, they could easily do a QPR and bring in a load of randomers who've never played the Prem before and, and struggle, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was, I think there'll be goals in this game, basically. Um, so yeah, it's a good, should be a good one. Next one, Arsenal against Burnley, Josh. So you've got a few Arsenal assets. Uh, you're going to play them, presumably. For sure. Yeah, I mean that's a quite a tasty, you know, fixture. But I mean, what I would say about bringing if Arsenal it doesn't get. Does it get cancelled? Yeah, that's the two. Don't sorry, sorry. Then, sorry. No, no, it's good. No, that's no. exactly no, that no. could get. If Dice is saying that their squad's moving in the wrong direction now, so you know, if at what point, even if it gets slightly better, then they're only up to the level where they cancelled the other week for. So you know, he says it's getting worse at the moment. So we don't know how long that's going to last. If you're looking at Arsenal assets, they've got two blanks coming up in the next five. So again. If for the same reason as Chelsea, like if there was someone like Bowen level, you're like, okay, they might be worth having for a couple of game weeks, but there isn't in my eyes. So I'm not chasing any Arsenal assets and actually I'll keep my Arsenal assets. I've only got Martinelli um, and Ramsdale, but I'll probably look to get rid of Martinelli as we get closer to the blanks in 25 and 27. Yeah, I feel like we all, they burned brightly, didn't they, Arsenal, a few weeks ago? We all got really excited about Martinelli and Saka and Smith-Rowe and Lacazette. And now we're sort of less excited. I guess because we didn't see them against Spurs because they got cancelled. Um, but, yeah, weird one. Martinelli, he feels like a bit of a trap that I got him in as well and he just didn't do anything for me after that. He got two goals, didn't he? And then he missed that sitter in that one game. And then he's done nothing. So, yeah, yeah. I still think Ramsdale is a good good hold for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, one to one to think about with those um, those blanks, Arsenal. I think quite a few people have got Arsenal assets, so yeah. it'd be interesting, interesting to see what people do with them. Um, and then finally, Man U against West Ham. Uh, what do you think will happen in this game? Do you think Manu, who, like, what would you predict? Go with that first. What would you predict results wise in this game? Um, I'm going to say a West Ham win. I mean, United at home, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Old Trafford's a hard place to play at, but I think sometimes it can go against the United players because of the, the level that they're not playing at at the moment. Um, and I just don't think, like, like you said yourself, the goal scored by United at Villa were lucky, you'd say, or moments of brilliance. And moments of brilliance and luck do not come around every game. You, you know, you've got to kind of um, put yourself in the situations that allow all those things to happen. And I think they, you're right, they got pretty lucky. Amazing finish 
um, one mm. of them and, and a goalkeeper error for the other. And I just think that um, West Ham are a couple of players, essentially, like, you know, Bowen, etc. They're, they're playing well enough to just hurt United. So I'm, I'm going West Ham win. Um, but it's going to be close. I don't think it's a, a you know, they're not going to turn him over. But Do you not think? See, I'm, t- I'm tempted to captain Bowen in this because of how good he is at the moment and just how bad... United are, but you know me, I hate United. So I've got the bias in me. I do just think Bowen is, he just gets like five chances every game. Um, and West Ham are playing better than Villa are. And if Villa can create those chances, I think I don't see why West Ham can't really. So yeah, I'm looking to captain a, potentially captain a West Ham asset here. And I'd, and I'd back your FPL nose in that because you've nailed the captains the last couple of weeks with Bowen and... and yeah, Bruno, Bowen, so. I'm on a bit of a captainy role for sure. So, so let me I mean, yeah, ironic down, saying this when I captained a captained a United player this week, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I think West Ham will do it. I really do. But there we go. Time will tell. So those were the those were the key fixtures I picked there. Oh, I missed one. Sorry, I missed Watford against Norwich because I had it in bold and I thought that was the title. So Friday's game is Watford against Norwich, isn't it? Um, you captained King this week, Josh. Are you going to captain a Watford asset in this? Oh, it's too soon, Jack. Too soon. Too <laughs> soon. Sorry. <laughs> um, ugh, I I don't know. I I think I'll have to take a look. I. I'm still hurt. I'm, I am hurt by yeah. what's happened this week. And it, I don't blame them. I blame myself, my decision. But like like you said, Norwich are still, you can target them, but they have got better. And I think, unfortunately, there is a lot of hype around those Watford attackers, but Watford aren't a great team themselves. So no, that's the concern. Um, and this will yeah. be the game where Dean Smith will be like, right, we need to win this exact game. This precise game is the one. Whereas if they're playing a, playing Arsenal or someone, they'll probably be like, well, we might win, but fuck it. But this one, Watford, he's... Um, and he is quite good in the crunch games, Dean Smith. I will say that. He got... kept The year he kept Villa up by the skin of their teeth, he won the games he needed to win. And when he got us up from the championship, it was like we had to win 10 in a row and we won 10 in a row. It's just, just insane. So I think he is, he's one for the clutch, Dean Smith. Um, so yeah, Norwich, a surprise Norwich win here wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Um, and they'll obviously be buoyed by that win against Everton. So yeah, I won't be captaining Dennis either in this one. Good job. Um, good. There's that section done, right. That's Lovely. the section completed. So that was Watford versus Norwich to round that off. Final bit, Josh, our plans for 22. We've kind of, we were starting to talk about them anyway. What are you thinking transfer-wise? Just one in the bank? Just one in the bank, yeah, for 23. I think there's a list now. There's a list of players I want to get out and there's a list of players I want to get in. And when I look at the list next to each other it is leading to a hole to this week and to make them next week so the players I want to get in you know Dean, Coutinho, Bowen, KDB the more I look at it the more I think actually I might be better off giving it a week just to see how these players do for one more week and actually the players I want to get out have all right fixtures this week so probably want to offload one of the Watford strikers. So I'm not what doubled up with the Watford attack, but obviously they've got Norwich this week. So good, good week to keep them. Martinelli also, you know, a good week to keep him because they've got Burnley. So again, probably hold on him. Kufau is the one that I'd like maybe to lose. Brought him in for the double West Ham, but I just see West Ham being leaky, really continue to be leaky at the back. Um, you can bench the, him, right? You can bench Kufal. Yeah, I, I plan to bench him this week. But in terms of the the transfer that I want to make for him is Dean. And I think mm. I just want one more week to know that he's he's going to keep being first choice and that Jared isn't kind of just swapping them a little bit to start off with. Um, so call that a bit passive for me, but I'd, I don't need... He's going to be on the bench anyway, so I feel like I don't need to bring Dean in. Um mm. 
for that, I'm happy with the rest of the starters. So probably sitting on my hands unless something crazy happens before the deadline. Cool, yeah, fair, fair play. Two questions for you then. Are you going to hold Salah till he comes back? Is that the plan? Yeah, I mean, we obviously don't know if he's going to be back 24 or 25. Um, the only thing that could change that for me is wanting to get KDB. Um, so, yeah, and obviously shuffling that around. Apart from Salah, I think Jota's the next one with value in my midfield. So it'd be a nightmare to try and do that. But then I would have held this this um, this transfer this week. So we'd have the two. But at the moment, I'm planning to hold them on. The longer it goes, you end up just holding, don't you? Because after this week, that's 24. He could be back the next week. He could literally back for 24. Or it could be... You know, 25 is the other one they're talking about, depending on how far Egypt gets. So at the moment, yeah. it's a hold. Have they played their second game yet, Egypt? Yes, they won. All uh, right. Salah goal, 69. Of course, minutes. standard. Nice. Um, <laughs> oh, and the other question was if Villa have, if it's announced that Villa have a double this week, would you expedite that Dina move then, presumably? Or would you get him and Coutinho? Yeah, if it's announced as a double, I'll be very, I'll be probably drawn into that Kufal to Dean move because I plan on making it in 24 anyway. So it's just like, yeah. What, the only reason I, I like the idea of holding it for one is if they've only got single fixtures, you've got a lot more maneuverability with two transfers, haven't you? Yeah, it's great. So yeah. If being able to it. get to KDB through someone else who isn't Salah, for example, I could drop price of some, another player. So just more moves. But yeah, the double would be tasty yeah it would be it would be um cool and captaincy then yeah not not really set on anyone at the moment um yeah i think i'm gonna have to leave it till late but at the moment i've got it on jota which i'm not overly happy with i think i may have to switch to a, a to a watford striker yeah Oh really? So you will you will switch to a Rochford striker? Tricky. Yeah, I'm I'm quite confident about Jota getting chances, but I just I need yeah I need it's to sit hard, on it. Isn't it? I need my it's mind so much better now, isn't it? It's so much better without Salah in. I hate to say it, but it is just way more interesting thinking about captaincy when Salah's not in. Not like my this week, was... Jack. I've made some yeah, terrible yeah, captaincy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joshua. I'm loving it. I'm having a great yeah, time. Yeah, it's great on your side. Uh, Pasture's good. Like, amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is, it does make it, it's hard. This week is very, very hard yeah. for captaincy. It really is. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. if you can roll, fair play. Always a always a um, admirable move, rolling one. And you feel just great the next week, don't you, with two? Yeah. So... So many possibilities. So many. Um, cool. Well, what about you, Jack? What What's the uh, mastermind set yeah, this week? I'm thinking of being a bit more active. It's always weird when your bench absolutely smashes it because you. I've really got a lineup headache now. Like I'll obviously bring Cancelo back in, but at the moment I'm benching Gallagher and Cody again, eleven and nine points respectively, and respectively, and I'm bringing Regulon to the bench. For, for next week so that's quite a stacked bench yeah heavy hitters for players yeah so I'm like yeah but I just like Cucurella a lot Cancelo and Trent I obviously have to start and then my midfield Jota Bowen Fernandez, Rafinha and then Dennis Watkins and Antonio up front I really don't I'm not feeling Antonio at the moment still like you know I know he did get an assist again but he's just not the same I don't think anymore so yeah, I've got him. He's on the way out, I think. But if there's no Villa double, I think I'll go Fernandez to KDB for a potential captaincy there. If there is a Villa double, then as I said, I do want um, uh, Buendia, I think, out of the Villa lot. So I might go Fernandez to Buendia, crazily. Um so yeah, it's just a wait and see with 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 that, uh, and that'll be those will be my moves. Yeah, but it's a bit of a, it is a benching headache. I mean Watkins, I'm starting Watkins, but I'm not sure I love it. Gallagher would probably come in for him if he wasn't playing Liverpool, uh, and Cody's got Brentford, so that's probably a clean sheet there for Cody. But I mean that goal for him was just such a rare event that I'm not really thinking yeah. about that. So yeah, tricky. It's tricky. 
it is tricky. Hopefully we don't get any more cancellations. Um, you know, obviously my finger will be held until seven o'clock. Well, not seven o'clock because the, the thing's 6.30, so probably 5.30. One thing I would say is don't wait until like quarter past six to do anything because the site has been freezing, hasn't it? Um, everyone's waiting till late. Everyone's waiting till... And it's a nightmare if you wanted to transfer and the site crashes. So I'd give yourself like... Make your transfers by 5.30 on the Friday instead of 6.30. That would be my advice because it's unlikely you'll get something in that hour between 5.30 and 6.30 that will change things. But yeah, so there we are. But we'll see how we've still got. How many games left for this week, Josh? Four? Three? It is four. Yeah, if Burnley Watford's on, it's four. Yeah. So it could all change. If Bruno gets a hat-trick against Brentford, then I'll probably keep him and captain him. But... Apart from unless something big for Bruno happens, I'm not I'm not really feeling holding him. No, I think you've yeah. a bit of a masterclass from you this this week. Just literally brought him in for that and then see ya afterwards. Maybe yeah, we'll see if I if I'm that ruthless, won't we? We'll see. Oh, I think the Watford game has been postponed officially. Oh no, really? Has it just come in? Yeah, and it's off God, of the FPL site as well. It's gone. Oh it's gone. Josh, that is so unlucky, man. That's so unlucky for a, a Watford captain. Like, that is mad. This is the world we live in at the moment. It is. It really is. What are we doing with ourselves? It is off the it is off the, blame the FPL site. So just Brighton and Chelsea to play tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Burnley. Yeah. Damn it, Burnley. Burnley. Riddle with COVID. I do think they're just planning on cancelling every game ever going forward. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, get, well, we can't get relegated now. Can't get so. relegated. Cheers. Keep that TV money coming in for the other games. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's mad. It's it's a mad one. They're gonna have to. Uh, well, I don't know. Are they gonna draw a line in the sand? Do you think? I feel like they'd have to announce when they draw the line. Like they'd have to say, right, we're gonna draw the line in three weeks' time, or like, or after the transfer window, or some point. Because they couldn't do it right now, but they might have to say after this point, it's it's play the games or forfeit them. Um, yeah, because I've heard you know pundits and people say that. These teams have got youth players coming out of their ears. Like they can, they can field a team if they really want to. But in terms of like uh, the health of players and stuff like that, let's be honest. Like physios and coaches are going to be put putting pressure on the first team players to play, aren't they? If 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 it gets yeah. to that point where they cut them off, and that's not good for the health of of all of them, really. So yeah, it's de- it's delicate, isn't it? So delicate it is, and I think people like. I think it's a bit of an easy answer to say, oh, just play the reserves or play the under-23s or whatever. Like, there's a massive gulf in difference between oh, yeah. these. Like, like, I think we've seen it, haven't we? I think when Liverpool played Villa, we saw it twice. We saw it once when Liverpool's youth played Villa's first team. And then the reverse happened a year later, and it was just like night and day. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. No, it isn't fair. And if a team, if Burnley have to field seven seven kids, then they're going to get destroyed, aren't they? And it's, so, there is so much at stake in there with these games um, that it is, it is very hard. But but you do kind of, with the Arsenal thing, it's like you just sent two players out on loan and you've got one COVID case, really. You'd cancel this. Yeah, it's a surely bit much. That's, yeah, they that's where they need to tweak the kind of guidance a little bit, don't they? Or the, yeah, you'd think so. It's hard, though. Yeah. I don't have the answers. We don't, don't have any answers. We're just no. highlighting problems. So, yeah, we are. Yeah, you fix them. Here's the problem. <laughs> fix it. Uh, cool. All right, Josh. That wraps us up for today. I think. Great. But uh, yeah, give us a little like if you're watching on Facebook. Little like would be good. Little sub. Follow. Check check out TikTok. Always putting up some. We love TikTok content midweek and lots of other new stuff. So uh, yeah, check us out. Yeah, cool. Thanks a lot for listening. Catch you next week. Cheers, Josh. Bye-bye. Bye.